Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin. You're tuned in to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, the show where we break down all of the hottest celebrity gossip stories so you can be in the know of the fitter, the fodder of your favorite celebrities. Today, I'm joined by my two miraculous guest hosts. Really, really do love them, friends IRL. We have Ben Flamberg. <laughs> Hi, guys. I feel like we're friends IRL, too. <laughs> all of us together. It's true. It's true. We are talking to every single one of you all together. And baby woman. And she's a deputy of uh, a website that is our website and was formerly a baby girl, now a baby woman. Could I be speaking more words? No. Sarah Huron. You guys would all be in my close friends on Instagram if I used that feature for sure. Oh, that's Who nice. uses that feature and why do people use that feature? I think celebrities use it to get people to be like, ooh, what's here on close friends? Yeah. It's going to be naughty. I know Christine Quinn uses it. I'm not on it, but I know someone who is. Oh, I'm not Exclusive. <laughs> wow. Breaking news. Breaking, breaking news here. Well, well, we have, I really like the news lineup we have today. There's a lot of fun celebrity news in the week, and it's not one of the hard ones that we're only talking about divorces and assaults and rape trials. So this is more of a fun week, and it's great. But before we get into all of the news, let us start with our woes of the week. These are the stories that made me and my co-hosts clutch our proverbial pearls. And we're going to start off with Glenn Thurberg. Oh. What did you like this week? What was popping for you? Well, Trav, in the world of Celebrity Inc., I noticed something kind of interesting this week. Mm. And I immediately texted Sarah Heron, of course. <laughs> so I was scrolling the Instagram, as I do always every morning, <laughs> and I noticed celebrity manicurist Tom Bacek on his Instagram, which is amazing because he always shows the manicures of his clients like Jennifer Lopez, Selena Gomez. So I saw him post a photo of Selena Gomez's beautiful, like short, natural manicure. Awesome trend for fall. But then I noticed she had a little starburst tattoo on her ring finger, mm-hmm. of all places. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I've I seen have this film before. Exactly, but like <laughs> not on Selena Gomez. Like, we have done exhaustive coverage of yeah. Selena Gomez's many tattoos and what they mean because, you know, she's very prolific with her body yeah. art. Everything yeah. means There's something. There's more than you think. Too. A lot more than you think. So then I started thinking, but wait a second. Doesn't Haley Bieber have that little sparkle tattoo on a finger? So we did some research. She does. This came to light right on the same week when it's like all of a sudden, after all of this speculation about Haley Bieber ruining Selena's life. Homewrecking Haley. Exactly. Mm -hmm. She and... What a headline. I mean... That's what Jelena's call her. Homewrecking Haley? Yeah. Oh, wow. These two have a friendship tattoo. Maybe. 
Maybe not, but I went deep down the rabbit yeah. hole. Did you did you? great investigating, Gwen. Thank you for your like, service. There, there I was being a sleuth early. Yeah. In, in the and is it a Johnny hours. Boy tattoo? You know, I don't know because she actually, you know, most of the time, here's something else that I find real interesting, guys. Most of the time when Selena gets a tattoo, she posts about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. The artist posts about it. Right. We know the deep meaning behind it. Right. She's very proud of her ink. And I couldn't find anything about this tattoo. So... You know what I always say, guys? Smoke salmon. Where there's smoke, there is salmon. And I think that there's something to wow. this. I think Haley's had it longer. Yes. But I wonder if that's what got them talking when they did, you know, those pictures. Because the yeah. best part of that whole, like, reunion at that um, museum gala that they were at yes. together. It's like the new Met Gala of the West Coast. Right. It's I mean, new it's hot gorgeous. ticket. Obviously, it's going to yes. have a place Scary. in history now, pop culture history, this history. gala. I still don't know what it is, but I know it was important. Um, and I, those pictures, there were several, which I thought was the best part. It was like a yeah. full interaction. It wasn't just a one there picture. Was a they were hugging. They were talking. I want to know whose idea it was. And I wonder if this tattoo was the, their, maybe their, like, breaking of the ice moment to be like, I have that ink too. It it totally could have been. Now, just to, you know, take a little step back, the Academy Museum Gala celebrates the Museum of the Academy of Motion Pictures, which is like the Academy Awards. And this, you know, the museum opened during the pandemic. So it it is something that, um, you know, it it started recently. And now this is... It doesn't sound like an exciting museum. It sounds like that one in Queens, the Museum of the Moving Image, which is really (laughs) underwhelming. Sorry to the museum I'm not really a museum girly shocker. Um, But now now this has a place in history, like I said. So good for this museum. Well, maybe if Bravo did a little interactive <laughs> well, museum, you would be like, you would be the chair. They did. It was gala. called Bravo Land at BravoCon, and I went through twice. <laughs> so that. that is my favorite museum. Thank you, Gwen. I well, forgot about I can't that. wait to get to your favorite museum with the highlights. But first, Sarah, maybe woman, what made you go well this week? Well, about a thousand things from BravoCon, but I know we're going to talk about that. So I'm going to give a quick little shout out to my girl, Tori Spelling. You guys know I'm a Tori Spelling sure apologist, are. fan, support. Um, I always am rooting for for my girl Tori and her relationship with her mom Candy has obviously Ooh. been wildly tumultuous and up and down forever especially after Aaron Spelling died and Tori didn't get anything in the will no money or got like 800 grand or something and right. um, anyway they had not seen each other since COVID and everyone saw these pictures of Tori and her brother Randy and Candy all at dinner together and she went on Jeff Lewis's podcast Randy and she revealed and Candy. Randy, Candy and Tori oh and Aaron R.I.P. Aaron um, Randy and Candy Candy and Tori. And she revealed that her and her mom now talk every day. This was the first time they'd seen each other since the pandemic. And they have the, the best the better best relationship they've ever had. And I just think that's kind of shocking. Me too. I never thought their relationship Me would either. heal. I it bet it's because like she's ditching really... Dean. Ooh, you think that's what it is? I mean, maybe. You have followed their story closely. I would, you know, you can... Say whatever it you all want, really you sort of know. Yeah, I mean, I've seen every episode of reality television Tori Spelling's ever put out, which and I've read every single one <laughs> of her books. speculate. And Tori, um, their big rift kind of started when Tori left her first husband less than two years after Candy and Aaron threw her that huge wedding yeah. and cheated on him with Dean. And then her dad died before he even met Dean. Mm-hmm. So there's always been like animosity with the Dean of it all. And we know Dean, you know, has his own struggles. Yes. So unclear what's totally going on. But either way, Tori seemed great. She has another new MTV show. And I'm just really happy for her. Oh, I'm happy for her too. You I love Tori. I want the best for mm. her. She tries so hard. I think she means well. And she's like sort of like a Lisa Rinna or like a oh Joan boy. Rivers where they're just like, <laughs> they love fame and they won't go away. And I sort of, oh, I root for them. Joan Rivers, don't group her in there. Yeah. Well, well, she had a while there when she, she was, was like, talented though. you know, she Very. got back up when Fashion Police came, but That's she had like right. 10 years when she was doing the adult diaper commercials True. that Lisa Rinna did. That was sort of a rough time for her, <laughs> mm. but she got a renaissance. So I'm always rooting for that type mm-hmm. of celeb you taught. 
Yes. Well, the story that made me go blow this week is what uh, bartenders around New York and around the country are hearing, and especially if you're gay, for some reason, everyone keeps talking about this. Um, it is a Negroni sub- subliato. Oh my I can't God. say it. Yes, well, so, okay. I, I will tell you about the subliato. <laughs> subliato, which means because, broken. Well, yes, but like, if you were on the Malfi Coast, the subliato <laughs> is a very big drink because it mixes vodka, lemonade, and champagne. Ooh. And it is oh, wow. at once, and it's sort of a frozen drink. It is at once fabulous. Sounds great. Like it's wow, basically it like does. lemon granita. Yeah. Made yeah. with vodka. Let's get and up. And add champagne and at a lot of these like fun beach clubs yeah. for lunch. It's a whole big thing, the spagliato. So, you know, the making of it and whatever. So that's a thing, the Spagliato, but I'm a Negroni drinker. I love a Negroni, especially when I'm on the Amalfi Coast, a regular <laughs> Negroni. To me, it is sort of like bastardizing to add in the Prosecco. Because it's already and supposed also, to be in there. also, you know what I have to say about that? It is a supermodel sparkler. What is a supermodel <laughs> sparkler, you guys might ask? Well, here I don't it is. <laughs> At the 2008 Victoria's Secret Fashion Show after party, oh. the signature cocktail was a supermodel sparkler and it was absolute peach vodka with peach schnapps Champagne yeah. be and edible silver. Well, wow. I was sick, Sarah. <laughs> you know they were delicious. And I drank many a supermodel sparkler. They went down real nice. They were very, very pretty. <laughs> and it was the only day. This was this was the Victoria's Secret fashion show when Heidi Klum had had a baby like four months before. Oh, yeah. And I bet our editor-in-chief at the time, Janice Min, that Heidi would be opening the show, despite the fact that she had pushed out a baby four months before. They don't call it the body So I had to go in because in those days we had a morning meeting. Mm-hmm. I had to go in for the morning meeting so that I could tell Janice, Heidi walked that show. She opens it four months after she had a baby. Reeking a peach. Well, I believe I was still drunk at the time. Yeah. Classic. Because around like 2 p.m. is when the hangover started settling in. And circa 4 p.m., I puked in the <gasps> trash can under my desk. Oh, my God. The only time. So much history. In my professional <laughs> career that this has ever happened. So to me. This is amazing. Any cocktail that mixes a spirit <laughs> with champagne is no. heretofore known as a supermodel sparkler, and I shan't have it. Well, as I was saying about the supermodel sparkler, I, that's the best story I've ever heard. Yeah, so that was amazing. You're throwing up 4 p.m. in a trash can. Sounds like now. something I would do, not Gwen. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, that's how we do it on the whole podcast. Um, but there was a Game of Thrones character who said this on TikTok, and it was funny to give you some context about this and why it's my will of the week. And where the bartenders around New York are like, when people are like, I'd like a neg, and they're like, I know what you want. Like, stop ordering this trendy drink. So did they say it on the show or did they just say it on TikTok? They said it on TikTok. It's like a behind the scenes of House of Dragons. Dragons. And they said it like in the behind the scenes. So just like the way they're like, a Negroni. And then the girl interviewing them was like, oh, I love, and, she, and they were like, oh, with Prosecco, Spagliato. And just the way they said it is okay. so hysterical. And that was my woe of the week. But let us bust into some news, because I cannot wait with this first story. is petty and messy. It is a celebrity that I sort of just like. So I'm so glad that they're getting thrown under the bus. God, I sound mean. But James Corden has been banned from Balthazar. 
the owner of Balthazar and many other downtown mm. restaurants. He's known <laughs> as inventing uh, downtown cool back in the day. And he is sort of a drama queen, has called out celebrities before, but this time he called out James Corden and said he was the worst guest that Balthazar has ever had in their entire existence of being there, which is a long time. Balthazar is a fancy French place, downtown in Soho. And he said that James Corden, his wife ordered an egg white omelet with Gruyere cheese, and then the omelet came and he's like, there's a tiny bit of yolk in here. So then they, and he's like, we would like a free round of drinks because of this mix up and send it back. And then they brought it back. But instead of a side salad, it had French fries. So Ooh. then James Corden lost it and was like, you can't do your job. It's like so simple. It's like an egg white omelet with Gruyere with a side salad. That does sound great. Though. Well, by oh, the way, Balthazar has the best French fries in New York oh, City. They so are. Why are you going to kick those out of bed? Never, never. And I love their egg white omelets. What I order too with Gruyere. But if there's a little egg yolk in it, I'm not calling You're going to be okay. And then another time, the his order was... He said he found a hair in his order, um, and he requested a free round of drinks immediately. Is and James Corden hard of cash? That's what's True. so weird. Yeah. He requested a free round of drinks and said, you're also paying for all the drinks we already had because I found this hair. And this guy from Balthazar is like, screw you, you are banned for life. He posts on social media. Yes. He well, called him Keith like a McNally, tiny Keith McNally. Who is the owner of Balthazar and several other restaurants in New York City. Yeah. He does have um, a big voice when it comes to how his staff is being treated. He has previously, he's banned Graydon Carter, who was yep. the editor-in-chief yep. of Vanity Fair and now has. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, airmail, he has banned him. Like He's very big on banning people. Now, <laughs> he has since reinstated. James Corden is now allowed. Yeah, because James Corden po- apologized. He apologized profusely, as he should. Now... Here's the thing about James Corden. I've always had a huge crush on him. Oh my God! Really? No way. Well, he, uh, I'm he, learning so much about Gwen today. I love this. She episode. likes a, a huskier Scottish-looking gentleman. Sometimes I do. Yeah. However, I also really, really love the British series Gavin and Stacey, which James Corden wrote and created and stars in. It was like the first thing that oh. he did. Okay. Okay. Um, which sort of put him on the map. His and I girls, watched it during the pandemic, and it was like my happy show. Okay. So, you know, I actually was in LA recently and at the restaurant Craig's where there are always a lot of celebrities. Of 
He was at the next table and it took all of my willpower not to go over and say I loved Gavin and Stacy because I knew his reputation precedes him mm. and I knew that he was not going to be nice to me no. and I just didn't want to ruin it forever. I'm glad you didn't yeah. because he's like sort of like one of those celebrities who's only nice to other celebrities. Never meet your heroes. Never, kind of vibe. Yeah, I mean he was never mine. I sort of think he ruins every <laughs> movie he's in, especially musicals. I, I just, just want to like have the power to ban someone from somewhere. Oh my god, do you want to ban someone from this podcast who will never come on so you can feel it? Oh, okay. Angelina Jolie, you are banned. No, we're not going to ban her. We're like basically her lawyers. Um, Who should we ban? Um, um, I don't know. Who do we, who do we usually hate on? Oh, who gosh. do you hate on? It's up to you. You used question. to hate on Taylor Swift, but you came back. No, I love her now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have to think about it. Okay. You think I'll about it, but you can ban someone from episode. this podcast and you can feel what it's like. Okay, great. And you can also tell us about your BravoCon highlights. That's right. Please. The next story we're going to get into. Baby woman deputy editor, Sarah Huron <laughs> went and did an amazing job covering Thank BravoCon. You. And I hope you like Bravo Liberties because... Sarah, what, what did you think about it? What were your highlights going out? Oh Watch my all God. of her social content, by the way. It's prime. I do have a highlight on my Instagram stories and Good. my last couple of posts. They're all BravoCon related. I don't know if I'll ever stop. Um, it's my whole personality. It was a wild three days kicking off with BravoLand Museum, which of course had, you know, cutouts of Teresa, Teresa and Louis dress. They had the dress on display. They had the wedding hair like recreated. They had the could tiara. Could you try it on the wedding hair? You couldn't try it on officially. Yes, but you could go behind like cardboard cutouts and stick your face and be Teresa and Louis. Fun. And of course, it was the first thing I did at 10 a.m. on Friday when BravoCon <laughs> opened, not knowing that our lovely new Us Weekly social media editor would turn it into a TikTok that would end up on Teresa Judice's Instagram page. I mean, famous. Famous. So then yeah. I talked to Teresa and Louis the next day. And of course, I'm sure she had no idea, but I was like, I'm the one on your Instagram, so you know. And Louis was like, it's amazing. He was loving it. So that was my big moment with Teresa and Louis. <laughs> um, and honestly, there were so many highlights. Obviously, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills panel is getting a lot of attention, not only because 8,000 people rushed the stage, um, but also <laughs> because Lisa Renna was booed three times. Um, after she was booed three times and flipped off the crowd, she came into the press room, and she wasn't scheduled to be in the press room. So obviously, it was people were buzzing. It was electric. She walks in. I thought she was just going to do like the main outlets, like the TV broadcast and leave. But no, she started walking down the, the line. She gave everyone three questions to start. Then it became two questions. Then it became one question. And then when she got halfway to the carpet, when she was this close to me as Travis went, she went, no more questions for Lisa Renna and just walked out. Oh. She was trying to play it off. Like, it's so cool that I got booed. Like, I've never had that happen to me. Right. And like, I kind of respect it because what's she going to do? Um, but, you know, people are asking her if she's going to be fired. Like, the questions were savage. Yeah. And it was a lot. Savage. It was savage. So that was wild. I, I said to Travis earlier, like, her walking away from me was better than me getting to ask a question. It felt like I was living in the house. And we got to ask her a question. Yes, and Christina or, at the front of the carpet asked her. I was on the back end kind of like catching things we didn't get, getting social content and doing my roundups that I did. And my favorite roundup I did was asking Housewives to admit a time they called Andy Cohen to complain. And of course, half of them were like, oh, so ask Andy. Anyone at Bravo will say, I never complain. And I was like, okay. So a bunch of them said that, which was hilarious. And then a bunch admitted. So when I posted the story, I tagged Andy and he responded that 80% of it was accurate. So I loved that 20% of the house. Housewives lied to me yep. and said that they don't complain. And that's what I wanted. You know, that was like the ultimate like thing. So I was very excited about that.
That's beautiful. You really, yeah. your content was so fun. Thank you. It was, and the Real House of Salt Lake City panel was another highlight. They all hate each other. Those four women um, yeah. were screaming. It was like reunion level. Like Whitney was, they were trying to show her seats and Karamo was the, the yeah. moderator. And the moderators at BravoCon have very specific rules that they're told by the network. They have the questions that are pre-written for them. There's topics they're not supposed to talk about, but there's always an audience Q&A and the audience is drunk <laughs> and ready to stir the pot. And it is wild. And within the weekend, they're all asking questions about the other franchise. So then if the watch right. happens live, they have to play squash that beef about something they said an hour ago at a different panel. Like it's it's truly wild the way it works. And why so Jen Shaw, yes. the, all the rumors surrounding her, they say that since she was convicted guilty, that Bravo's not letting her into Bravo yes. thinking about getting her, and then Bravo was like, No, we love people who are guilty in a court of law. But if she's too guilty, we'll kick her off the show. Basically, so Jen Shaw was on the original list for BravoCon before she changed right. her plea in July. Then she changed her plea and she pleaded guilty and she was taken off the list and she wasn't at the panel and they kind of weren't allowed to talk about her. Like she was the hush-hush subject. Mm -hmm. Then Tamara Judge went on Access Hollywood and was like, I saw Jen Shaw last night. She's in New York. She tried to crash the Watch What Happens Live Legends Ball taping. She tried to steal my glam. So then it was kind of like a little bit of fair game because Tamara was like on the record and then there was like videos, like blurry videos surfacing of Jen at a party. So everyone was like, all right, Jen Shaw's in New York, but she never actually made it to official BravoCon event um, besides an after party that I believe she got kicked out of. And Andy was asked about it at a panel on Sunday, and that's when he made the comment of when she pleaded guilty, that was kind of the end of Jen Shaw. So some people are like, okay, well, what about Teresa Judice? What about Erica Jane? Erica Jane has not been officially charged with right. anything. Teresa, Teresa, sure Teresa defrauded the government. Jen Shaw defrauded old people. Yeah. It's a yeah. little different. Yeah, and Teresa little. never pretended she was innocent for s- six months right. and did a whole season of her show. Teresa took ownership. They went to jail, did their time. Yeah, also, right. there's no Jersey without Teresa, which we know. And I she talked to Gia Judice. But they also defrauded those real mortgage companies in New Jersey that oh. were real people who owned them. Fair. I talked to Teresa Judice. But they went to jail. They went to jail. Right. Which Jen Shaw was going to go to jail too. Like she's re- rehabilitated. Fair. Now. Apparently. It's different. And she really just yeah. signed those contracts. We know she wasn't the mastermind behind right. all this money laundering. If they had BravoCon now, I don't know if Teresa in her the 2014 days mm-hmm. would have been at a panel. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know. We didn't have it. But I did talk to Gia Judice. She sang Waking Up in the Morning oh, for yeah. me. Um, and she said, I asked every Bravo Liberty also a moment they want to relive because it was so fun and one they want to redo to do it better. And Gia's relive was her mom coming home from jail. And I thought that was so lovely. Oh, wow, that is really She was nice. like, it was like really just like powerful. And I was like, oh my God, she's so Sweet. mature and smart. Yeah. Um, and beautiful. And Those girls are beautiful. Like, yeah, yeah. Really, Her they, boyfriend they was there. He was cute. Eyes. And the last thing I'll say, just because we talked about it, also we're talking about Jersey. Yeah. Jersey panel was very split. Teresa and Melissa and Joe cannot be in the same room yeah. at all. They had them completely separated the whole weekend. They were the only cast that came out at the Watch Sevens Live on Friday night that had every all 140 Bravo celebrities there, which was wild. Right. I did have two seconds on television during it, guys, if you missed it. Go back and watch. She famous. Um, yeah. And they even, they, they came out at different doors and like sat separately. Every other cast sat together. Even the ones that are like, Lisa Renna sat two seats away from Kathy Hilton. What if But you'd... Jersey couldn't even come out together. Their panels were separate. And they only, cris- they only crossed paths at the hotel they were all staying at, in which Jennifer Aiden threw a drink at Melissa Gorga after she called her a loser. And now Bravo is very pissed at no, their cast. No shade, but all shade, but ain't that Jersey. Yeah. So that's my like long-winded, like fast talk <laughs> BravoCon recap. 
Check my out on Instagram if you want to know anything else. Very good. I like good it. Job. I like it a Thank lot. You. Amazing. Supreme content. I'm so glad that you <laughs> did that for Ugh, all of can't, us. I'm already exhausted thinking about next year, but I can't wait. Speaking <laughs> of content queens, we are finally getting content from one of our uh, people who will never be a queen, Meghan Markle. <laughs> but uh, Princess of America, for sure. Uh, queen of England, definitely not. But we are finally getting content from Meghan Markle. She had started to push out her Archetypes podcast. She had Serena Williams on, and then sadly, Queen Elizabeth II had passed, so she had to push everything back. She was supposed to be on Fallon. But now we have a variety cover story where she shares so many fun items. Says uh, she goes, we have a podcast with Paris Hilton, mm. the Archetypes podcast. She so I find very interesting. Very, very interesting. very interesting. And like at least the confirmed that the Netflix show will be coming out in December of next year. Ooh. And I mean, some of the highlights from these, my favorite highlight was, well, first of all, she's like working so hard to sound really Relatable in this whole variety article. But, but my, it was ruined by the entire thing about when they asked her what she liked to watch on TV. Okay, that was terrible. Yeah. So, Did you see that clip? You mm -hmm. say that. Okay, they asked Meghan Markle. It's, it was like a social clip they put on TikTok Variety. And they asked her, what, some, what are you and Prince Harry watch at night to unwind? And she was like, you know, well, when the kids go to sleep, we get into bed, I play Wordle, and I start scrolling. And I, we're just one of those people who, you know, like we scroll for so long and then we realize there's nothing good and we just, we don't watch, we don't really watch anything. And it's like Meghan Markle. Everyone and their mother watches television. Just pick a freaking show. You've and, been home for two years. Yes. And then she was like, oh, well, White Lotus. You could, I feel like she could, you could see in her eyes that the the journalist asking the question was losing her like Megan are you kidding me and then she just pulls White Lotus out but it's like that's eight episodes that's all you've watched you were an actress right. you were in the Screen Actors you're Guild watching White Lotus you're watching other like Netflix Apple Plus right. like, you are watching series and Prince Harry definitely watches sports come on oh, she couldn't right. come up with anything she plays Wordle and goes to bed well, early because the thing that's is, her is TV she is Wordle. so everything is so canned everything yeah. is so yeah like you know I don't, well, I don't, she, her, there's she nothing that's She said her favorite movie was Harry Met Sally or anything starring Julia Roberts' rom-com, which is just such a basic answer. And just, it wrote the wrong way. What I did really like about her relatability is when she said that Prince Harry loves In-N-Out Burger and when they drive sure. into LA for meetings. Yeah, that was good. Um, that they like have a special In-N-Out that they stop in that's halfway between LA. How does he take it? So she, she did it. She says they know her order, but did not say Everyone was responding like, Megan, they have three things on the menu. They know everyone's order. Well, there's but I know, I, I know. There's I know. Menu there's, item. there's your animal style, your protein well, style. I get protein style, animal style. Okay. That's, that's my personal order. A double double. So like, I bet he gets a double double know, animal style. Maybe. And then goes home and watches, stares at a television that's not turned on. That watches Wordle. Yeah, watches okay. Megan play Wordle. I like that. And then another uh, sort of like dramatic story to come out that has sort of been rebuked was when Paris Hilton was on. They were talking about her deal or no deal times. <laughs> and Meghan Markle, uh, what of the $5 briefcase, which is like, how much is in my debit account? It's $5. I love that gift. <laughs> the quote is so obnoxious. And Please. She, and so Meghan Markle said that people in the wings of the show for deal or no deal would be like, suck it in, Megan. Suck, suck it in, in, Markle. Suck it in. And Markle. In, Markle, and she was so <laughs> but her, thin. her quote about being how, treated like a bimbo. Yeah, and how it's like, you know, I, I don't think it. anybody is thinking that these women are smart. No, they are not, because <sighs> they were hired. You were hired right. to stand there and hold a briefcase as a model. Right. right. Nobody that's cares okay. You can be a model. Head. And by the way, that's what the job right. was. Yeah. She said, now and my it's not exclusive. When you, you know, it's just, uh, she's really <laughs> an <laughs> interesting there, My experience on the show, which in Included holding said briefcase on stage alongside 25 other mid women doing the same, for me was fascinating. Oh there were God. times when I was on set 
of deal or no deal. I'm thinking back to my time working as an intern at the U.S. Embassy in Argentina in Buenos Aires and being <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Then she goes, oh, being uh, valued for my brain. Here I was being valued for something quite the opposite. There were different stations for having lashes put on or extensions or padding your bra. That's they gave right. us spray tan <laughs> vouchers so Great. they would fit into the ideal cookie cutter. <laughs> Sign me up. When I look back at that time, I'll never forget this one detail. There was a woman who ran the show and backstage she'd go, suck it in, Markle, suck it in. And so a lot of other Deal or No Deal models, including Claudia Jordan of Real Hustle yeah. of Atlanta fame, are like, I had a great time on Deal or No Deal. Didn't feel objectified being a bimbo like we were models with yeah. briefcases. Well, that's, you were there to be, you a know, model. remember like the the 80s um, Robert Palmer girls, you know, yeah. in the right. video. Yeah. Uh, Vanna White, anybody? Love, like, yeah. Everybody was supposed to look alike as the background. And that's what it was. It was a take on that. It's actually like very sort of clever thing. But you were hired to be. Some, if she told a story about being like sexually way, like harassed or something, it'd be different. You were hired to do a, be a model. specific job to represent the firm. Like a model who gives speeches. Sorry. It never. It just. <laughs> she would have had such a bigger voice, I know. and she would have had more respect if she just would have like sucked it up, like so many other people suck have it done. Up, Markle. <gasps> suck it up, Markle. Suck it up, Markle. Suck it up and suck it in. And it's really, it's giving like 2012 Gwyneth Paltrow with her humble brags. Yeah. You first started when she wasn't in on the joke yet. Exactly. It's very giving that. What do you watch on TV? I watch Wordle. I yeah. mean, uh, all we do is stream NPR around Nobody the house. Nobody does Wordle the at the end of the day. Everybody says Wordle True, at the beginning of the spoiled. day. Like, yeah. You just want to seem smart. When you're bored in the car. Pieces, like you're doing Wordle at night. Come on. I thought it was interesting that she that. said she would support Lily and Archie going into acting. Yeah. And they asked her who she wants her to play on The Crown. Oh, I and, thought about that. Yeah, Megan. Right, but right. she was like, they can call me and kind of apparently give like a little like kitschy answer. So uh-huh. I think Harry and Megan are like very like okay with The Crown, but probably because they're in with Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. They sort of have to be. Yeah. I don't think they right. can trash talk The Crown. Well, the, and The Crown can't the, trash the, talk um, them. The oh, trailer, like the, the preview right, right. for the new season was yeah. dropped today. Yeah. And it so does good. look very, very spicy. It looks really good. Lots of Diana. Mm. I've never, I couldn't get into the crown. I like only the Diana season. I only got, pa- I, the first, I watched the, the first, first episode like three times was, and the fog was the big villain and it was too much for but me, but I gotta watch Star Wars season three. History. Okay. It was really interesting. I, I like season three, the story got more interesting. Yeah. But regardless, that is all of the time we have today. Hashtag suck it up, Markle. And, you know, at least we're getting content from her. Well, thank you so much to my co-host. Oh, Brandon Blackstock is who I'd like to ban from the podcast. Kelly Clarkson's ex-husband. Oh, good one. He's the villain. He's the villain in my story. What about Jana Kramer's ex? Oh, my gosh. And he can come on anytime. Yeah, she wants to hear what he has to say. I want to hear his... Did you watch our Red Table Talk? You guys should go watch that after this. I read the highlights. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, well, Brandon Blackstock, you are officially banned. Banned. Banned from the podcast. (laughs) Well, thank you to Sarah for banning and Gwen for helping me host and helping me spill all of this piping hot celebrity this week. Again, I am Leslie Hughes Entertainment Director Travis Cronin here to bring you the glamour, glitter, fashion, and fame of your celebrities. Because you know what, guys, after all, they're they're just just like us. Thank you. See you next week. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.